T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Good morning, baseball fans here in Chicago and listening around the globe. <laughs> 670 The Score and 670thescore.com. Sound a little squeaky there, Joe. You all right? Just a little bit. Morning. Li- 904. Live How you doing? from the Hyundai Studios, this is Hit and Run, the Scores Venerable Baseball Show. I am Barry Rosner, and that, my partner in perpetuity, is Joe Ostrowski. We'll be with you with you until noon, taking you up to Cubs baseball here on 670 the score. Hello, Joe. Hello, Roz. Busy day. Busy, busy day. A lot so, going on. There's a lot happening. We will catch you up on all of it, maybe even get caught up ourselves a little bit. Here's what we have planned for you. As always, lots of Cubs and White Sox conversation with you in the first hour and throughout the show. We hope you'll join us at 312-644-6767. At 10.15, the White Sox' Lucas Giolito will join us for a few minutes. He the Washington is- kid is about seven foot tall. He can't throw the ball over the plate, so oh. I'm tired of him, too. Thanks, Eli. He's been working on this, so excited about it. Then he rips them. Oh, what's he called? the Mad Dog. What's his name? I called him. G- Gilotto. I called him right? Gilito. What's his actual name? Yeah, yeah. I don't want to hear about uh, Gilotto now. It's pitched a couple okay. of decent games in a row. Gilotto. I like Gilotto better. Speaking of names, at 11, Bart Winkler, I'm going to ask him if we can call him Bark, because I just think it's a better radio name. I mean, Bart I don't Wink- know why you think that. You keep saying that, and I don't know what you're talking about. Why would Bark be a good radio name? I just like it. It's just a personal thing. You could just go with the one name. You could do the Madonna. Oh, it's Bark. Yeah. It's MJ. Yeah. I mean, if there's a Bark in radio, he'd probably be the only one, right? So, yeah, you go with the one I, name. That's probably a safe guess. Yeah. <laughs> you don't think there's another Bark? I don't think there's another Bark. Anyway, as of this moment, his name is Bart Winkler. He's with 105.7 The Fan in Milwaukee. He will stop by to talk about the Brewers. The Cubs face them six times in the next 11 days. Brewers with a big loss last night, blowing a lead against Washington after a rain delay. I hope Frank from Sheboygan is listening today. You think Frank is from Sheboygan? Pleasant Prairie? I don't know why I wouldn't think that. Somewhere near the Dells? Sure. I want him to call in. Frank? Yes. Yeah, call in, Frank. Please call in. Because you know he, cause he listens every week, and he's waiting for us to, to say something negative about the Brewers so well, that he I, can call 1057 The Fan up in Milwaukee and complain about us instead of calling us and complaining I, to us. I love that Frank is listening. Frank's a baseball fan. He comes here for baseball information. Not sure he's ever gotten any, but he comes here for it. What about and Bill he, and George? What do they do? They're still on hold. <laughs> Bart Winkler will be here at 11 at 11.25. It's our weekly visit with Score's very own Bruce Levine. Our producer, director, engineer, and intern is Eli Hershkovich. I am Thoughts Matt on Be- him for a sec. Go ahead. I am Matt. You don't want them. It's going to be an ugly one today, folks. 
It started before 9 a.m., so it's going to happen for three hours. How you? It's one of those days. Third to last show of the year. We have three more. No, we don't. Two more after this. Well, if you include this one, it's only seven minutes yeah. in, although we were late getting on the air, weren't we? <laughs> so does that really even count? It's a full show? How is it that Eli. we could be late getting on the air, Eli? Do you have some explanation for that? I blame the real feel. That's a good one. Don't turn the mic on again. I am at Barry Rosner on Twitter. Joe is at Joe0670. The hit and run account is <laughs> hit and run 670. You can follow that for show updates. The phone number, of course, is 312-644-6767. You can also join in at 6711 via the text zone on the score. If you text us, you'll get a text back acknowledging your text. Standard message and data rates may apply. Joe and I both have... Lots to say about Khalil Mack. I wrote about it today. You can find that at dailyherald.com or on my Twitter feed or Facebook page. We will get to that at some point. Um, (laughs) We only have three baseball shows left, though, and uh, we have a lot of baseball we need to get to. So let us begin here. And I I am going to ask you a serious question that you're going to think is rhetorical, and then you're going to make fun of me because you think... Um, I already know what it's about, because I saw, I saw you going off on social media. Not just Friday night, but again last night. And you, and you probably think it's, it's pathological or some sort of uh, perverse uh, obsession. What's the question? <laughs> Here's the question. Here's the question. How much longer, Theo, must I endure... <laughs> Hey Theo, did you did you extend Joe Madden yet? What's the question? Did you extend Joe Madden? What's the question? I figured he was going to give in to public pressure this week and extend Joe Madden, but I don't think that's happened yet. I know it's a holiday weekend, but well, the... <laughs> they can't negotiate over a holiday weekend. Well, meaning the news is not everybody's working. Everybody takes a few days off, except for us. Uh, we'll get to all that. We'll get to all of that silliness from last week. But he- oh, here's my so much. Here's my question to you, yeah. and this is a serious question. And I, th- if if you don't have an answer, just say you're stupid and just you know move on. Okay. I'll say How that. much longer do I have to endure Joe West? I mean, for for real, th- this guy, this guy infects like a disease. He 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 is he he sp- <laughs> well he's always spreading. But how long must I endure this? How long must baseball fans endure this? How long must we watch this guy ruin baseball games? I'm serious. It's a serious question. Like, is there just did he ruin Friday? Did he? He almost did. He almost threw Javi Baez out of the game. In the first inning, right? Game was the ball was at least four inches off the plate. Baez dared to ask him where it was. And he takes his mask off and starts chasing him back to the dugout. And if Baez had turned around, if he had turned around, he'd have run him right there. Now, most most umpires, not only are they good, by the way, but most of them are pretty tolerant. And they'll let you have your say. They don't take off their mask. They don't look at you. They don't chase you back to the dugout. He can't wait. He cannot wait. I mean, this is really a sick individual. I'm not kidding. There's something really – the guy's disturbed. There's something really wrong with him. He gets off on it. I mean, we – we make fun of the fa- everybody in baseball makes fun of the fact that he has to be part of the show, but it's not funny. He really believes 
he is part of the show. And if he had run Javi Baez, here's a simple question for Rob Manfred, who thinks Mike Trout is boring and you know probably doesn't even know who Javi Baez is. He's only the most exciting player in baseball. You get, you, how long are you going to allow this to go on? How long are you just going to allow this to go on? Joe, he would have run him if, he, if he'd have turned around on his way back to the dugout. And I posted pictures on Twitter. You well, can find them all. Glance back. If he would have turned around, if he'd taken one step forward, out. Yes, if, I agree with that. If he had turned around, if he's t- turned his whole body around and faced him, he's gone. You know that, yeah, right? Yeah, Sure. Is this, good, is this good for the game? Mr. We need to grow the game, Rob Manfred. We got to grow the game. Got to grow the game. We're not growing the game. Mike Trout is boring, and he's ruining the sport, according to Rob Manfred. But but this fat piece of garbage can stand back there with all 12 of his chins and ruin every single game he's a part of every single night. To be truthful, I, I uh, he should be fired. How long is this going to go on? I mean, you know, he's, what is he, he's 200 games away from setting the record, most games ever umped, okay? And then what? I, Who cares? Nobody well, he, cares he, about he, that. He does. Well, well, he well, thinks people do. Well, Nobody there's national, does. There's national stories about it. Oh, he gets to 5,000. Oh, he gets to whatever. Oh, he's in second place. Have how, another, many, how many times on a Sunday morning? Have, have another donut. Have, have another donut. Yeah. Barry's got a coupon he's handing out this morning for a free donut. How many times have we sat here? And I've asked it's a you. Jim Schoenfeld reference. You could find that if you want, Eli. Have another donut. Why is he still allowed to do this? This is a guy, by the way, baseball has suspended. Remember when he's grabbing Papelbon by the jersey? Baseball suspended him. They'll suspend him for that. Didn't they suspend him also for the Adrian Beltre stuff that he said? But, uh, it was so. around opening day. It was either opening day this year or last year or something like that. No, it's not. But your point is, it's unacceptable behavior. Not and he with and he he acts as though he's above the law. Not just that he is the law. Obviously, he's the law and the only law. He was suspended, but he acts three, as though he's above games. the law. He was suspended three games for his comments last August about Adrian Beltre. Adrian Beltre, just like you know, it's like the best guy in baseball, uh, an instant Hall of Famer. Yeah. He doesn't care. Truly, he truly a, a joy. Truly a joy to watch. Truly, truly someone who loves being on the field, loves having fun, loves being part of the game. And Joe West managed to get himself suspended. Talking about Adrian Beltre. I, I'm. I'm. This is a serious question. Like, and I know that there are people listening who are not just feeling the same way. But seriously wondering how baseball can do this to them over and over and over again. I mean, you got Angel Hernandez. You got C.B. Buckner. And they're awful at what they do. And Angel Hernandez will chase you around the field a little bit. You know? But nobody. And he'll throw out somebody seeing the stretch. Nobody, nobody is as bad as Joe West. No. And it's it's. I just I, there are times when I'm watching a game and I go I can't believe this is still happening. Rob Manfred, all you talk about is growing the game. We've got to fix everything. We've got to fi- all the baseball is in big trouble. The game is broken from top to bottom. We must fix everything about the game. 
Why don't you fix that fat piece of garbage and get rid of them? Baseball does have its issues. That, But this is one, and they don't want to address it at all, and I don't understand. When you see, if you're a Cubs fan, or whether you're a Sox fan or a Cubs fan, when you see Joe West is going to be working his series, it puts you in a bad mood, and you want to know which game he's going to be behind the plate and I'm sure some people don't watch because they don't they don't want to be frustrated the entire night because that's what's that's going how, to happen. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. Yeah. There there was a game. In fact, there was I'm trying to remember if it was uh, if it was Dodgers Giants or if it was Angels A's. There was a game I was looking forward to watching one night. I mean, I have the package, right? I'm looking forward to watching the game, and I see Joe West is behind the plate. I turn the game off. I'm, I say I'm not doing this to myself. Right. I'm not going to subject myself to this. This is supposed to be I, entertainment. You're right. supposed to enjoy this. It should be. Yeah. How about that? We should be able to enjoy it. What? What an idea, Joe. We should be able to enjoy it. There's no other sport, no other sport where this is the case, right? I know Hockey Lee makes it the Hockey Lee show and all that, and he's going to talk a while. It's a little annoying. And no other sport, NBA, where this is an issue. You know, and I, I think I've said this to you before. The NHL refs, they're, they're incredible as far as how tolerant they are because you know what? They understand it's a physical, violent, emotional game. And you get emotional and you get angry. And when you get a call you don't like, you get angry. They will let you say anything. I mean, you can you know, use your full vocabulary, whatever you think that to be. And that I use on Eli, right. And among others around here. And everyone. And they'll let I mean, they'll let you go for, for twenty, thirty seconds. And eventually they will say, All right, that's enough. And they'll give you the stop sign and you know, close the door and be done. But you get a chance to scream scream and get it out of your system. Sometimes you're right, sometimes they're right, regardless. The point is, these are great athletes, these baseball players, doing great things, and they're really good at what they do. And, you know, sometimes they're mad about a call and they're wrong, the players are. Sometimes they're mad about a call and they're right. The other night, Javi Baez was right, and it was not close. Now, most umpires, under those circumstances, are going to eat that because they know they messed up. And even if they got it right, most of the time, they get it. Look, people are here to see Javi Baez, not me. He can have his say as long as he doesn't overdo it. And Javi didn't overdo it. And he's walking he away even, anyways. He didn't even really do anything. His ego can't take it for a second. You know, what's funny is. You've got to be kidding me. I can't believe we're still having this conversation. Well, and this is why there are a lot of people that want the electronic strike zone. Fine by and, me. And he, fine by I'm me. I'm fine with it too. Fine by me. And you I, know what? Guys like Joe West and Angel Hernandez are going to push us closer to that much quicker. And they they have no idea. They think they're fighting for the, their own? Okay. Fine by me. You know what? I I was... Um, I, 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 I ima- We never had this conversation, but I imagine that you were, you were anti-robot umpire. No, no, no. I was, okay. I, I was really um, agnostic. I mean, I really... Um, it's not going to f- make this big fix on anything, yeah. but... I mean, you know, I, I the other qu- night, buy it. That's on a strikeout. Yeah, I have questions about... I mean, I have a, a lot of questions about how it's going to work and whether it could really work. But am I? What, was I ever absolutely against it? No, not a chance. But now, I mean, like I'm done with watching these terrible umpires do that. And, and again, ninety percent of them are really good. And if you really, I mean, if you watch a game close, it's we, amazing how good they are. I mean, those borderline pitches—they're right on it. We don't know their names if they're really good, right? 
The broadcasters mention them at the beginning, one time, and that's it. And we don't mention them again. When we're talking about them, when that's the story, it's a major problem. That was a story on Friday night. You've got to be kidding me. This is Javi Baez after the game talking about Joe West. There's nothing wrong with asking or talking to the to umpires. And, you know, they need, they need to start talking to us like, like humans because they're not. And, you know, if, if anybody doesn't have to be them or if anybody doesn't talk to me with respect, I won't I won't talk to them with respect either. And you know, I didn't I didn't say anything to him and he came out he came to me like like I say something wrong. He didn't do anything. He had a couple words for him. Like he either said I'm just guessing, it wasn't a strike, or where was that? Where was I assumed and, where was and, that? Yeah. And immediately he's chasing him to the dugout. Mask is off. You insulted my wife and my children. I don't know. I assume he's married. His no children. way. You you, you insulted my family, my mother, my grandmother. Uh, you called me. So, I mean, I can't believe this is still happening. So Rob Manfred thinks there's a lot wrong with the game, right? Pace of play. You got to save two seconds here, four seconds there. So much wrong with the game. Okay, well, here's a couple of things in regards to pace of play. Last night. Joe West stops the game in the eighth inning. And he goes over to Philly's reliever, Austin Davis. If you're watching the Cub game last night, you saw this. Davis had a card in his back pocket. It was It's a cheat sheet, which all the infielders and outfielders, not all of them, a lot of teams have them now, and they carry them around. You see it all the time. You see, yeah. him, you see him pull them out and look at them during the game. Joe West took it away from him. He <laughs> took it from him. He took it away from him. He walked up to him. He said, let me see that. And he showed it to him. He took it from him and put it in his pocket. Austin Davis was like, what are you doing? What are you going to eat it? Are you hungry? Do you need a snack? I got sunflower seeds in my left pocket. There's a whole bucket of bubble gum in the dugout. We got snack bars. I'm sure there's some donuts in the clubhouse. Why did you take my grizzle? Why did you take my card? This is Joe West. I told him we don't allow him to carry anything on their glove, person, or clothing, except except in some cases when there's a rain situation, we allow them a rosin bag in their pocket. Other than that, they can't have anything on the pitcher. Austin Davis is like, what, what, what is this, a rule? What are you talking about? Joe cited... Rule 6.02C7, which states that the pitcher shall not have on his person or in his possession any foreign substance. That sound like what he had? foreign substance. Does that sound like what he had? No, I mean, he's making stuff. Bullfrog, yeah. He's he's making stuff up here. I mean, like, he's really... Of course he is. You talk about a guy wanting to be part of the game and to be part of the story. I mean, oh, my God. Here's what happened. He was talking to another umpire, or he saw it on TV, that players are using these cards... And he said, you know what? I'm not going to allow it. I, and he was waiting for that moment. That's exactly what happened. Now, the Phillies are really big on analytics and good for them. Any team that isn't. And not, is, not defense. Is, they're not big on defense. They're, they're bad at defense. They're very <laughs> really, bad at defense. Really but bad. that's not because they're bad at analytics. They're just bad at defense. <laughs> right. They're big on analytics, which is good. Every team should be. If you're not taking advantage of that, 
I mean, it's not as we say all the time. It's not the only answer, but it's part of the answer. Yeah, you don't. If want you're to be not, behind. if you're not deep into it, you are behind. Yep. And on this card are several cheats for the pitcher. Meaning, here's what we talked about in the. I haven't seen the card, but this is my guess because this is what happens in a meeting before a series and before a game. Here's who's on their bench. Now it's September first. By my calculations, yesterday was September 1st. I know this because I'm looking at my laptop, and it says September 2nd. September 1st. What happens on September 1st, Joe? What happens? Call-ups. Okay. Are there guys potentially that Davis has never seen before now that the Cubs have uh, activated a bunch of guys? Of course. I mean, I don't know if he's seen David Bodie before. Who knows how much he's seen any of these guys before, okay? So what's on the card probably is, look, uh, Baez uh, is always going to look fastball. If you throw him a slider in the dirt, he's got no chance. Uh, if it's if it's 3-2, elevate up and in. This is what we talked about before the series. This is what we talked about before the game. So there's little things like that. If you want to speed up the game, do you want a mound visit from the catcher to remind him about every single player that you talked about before the game that he's never seen before or the bullpen coach talked to him about five minutes ago but he doesn't remember? Or do you want him to have it on a card where he can look at it and in two seconds know exactly what he wants to do? Oh, what's faster for the game, Rob Manfred? But this guy, Joe West, just made up a rule. He just made something up. Here's Joe West. I saw him take it out, and I went, what the heck is that? The umpire called the league office after the game and admitted, I'm reading from AP right now, Mm -hmm. admitted that the use of the card might be in a gray area. Maybe. Obviously. It's not a foreign substance. Joe West said, I didn't want to throw him out. So he thought about throwing him out. Like he had... (laughs) Like he had a nail file in his pocket. He thought about it. He admitted he thought about throwing him out. That's a worse. <laughs> I didn't want to throw him out. What a generous guy. I know it's foreign, but he's not trying to cheat. Well, not okay. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. It's a foreign substance. Well, if it's a foreign substance, then he is trying to cheat. But it's not really a foreign substance. But it's not. It's a piece of paper. Unless he's slicing the ball with a with an index card, which you know, what if strains the imagination? <laughs> um, I know it's foreign, but he's not trying to cheat. Maybe he's trying to get an advantage because he's reading the scouting report. But it wasn't pine tar. It wasn't an emery board. <laughs> That's a phrase I haven't heard for a while. Yeah. Emery board. Yeah, you keep saying it, that today. It wasn't what I called Joe West Rotund earlier. <laughs> Is that who you called Rotund? No. But anyway, somebody else wrote that. <laughs> That's right. I forgot. In the long run, this is still Joe West. In the long run, maybe they'll let him have the card. In the long run, everybody's using it now. What? You're the Lord. Our, our, you get to decide when and where they can use a card. They're using it right now. Maybe someday. The, maybe someday I'll decide. Moses. You may use the index card when you bring by, when you bring down the Ten Commandments. Okay, so what is the rule with catchers? 
How many times do we see them look at a card on their wrist? Whatever. Well, infielders have them. Outfielders Outf- have it's them. It's usually outfielders for the alignment all the time. Yeah. In the long run, maybe I will let him have the No, maybe they'll let him have the card. Right now, my hands are tied until they say yes or no. What do you mean? Wait. No. No one told you to do this. Your hands are not tied. It's not a foreign substance. You're making stuff up because you've got to be in the picture. It's okay. I tweeted a picture of you, Joe. And people love you. People love you, Joe West. They love you. Just follow my Twitter feed. I mean, they they love you. Right now, until the office says it's okay to carry this, he can't do it. So, you know, Gabe Kapler came out. Again, Gabe Kapler probably foremost among managers today in terms of using analytics. So he did all he could to not get thrown out and managed to not get thrown out. Meanwhile, like a seven-minute delay while they discuss it. So that was good for the pace of the game. right. You want more mound visits, Rob Manfred? Tell this moron to stay out of it and let the pitchers have it's not only does it save mound visits and saves time, it's good for the pitchers. It's I mean, how is this bad for the game? How is this a bad thing? Here's Gabe Kapler. Our Anna uh, this is Davis, sorry. Our analytics department worked really, really hard to come up with stuff for us. And I want to use it because they work all day to come up with stuff to help guys out. And if I have if I have an answer to get a guy out, I want to know what that is. Gabe Kapler said Austin Davis is pulling the card out of his pocket on the mound, using it as a reference on how to attack the hitters. I think it's actually a really good thing for baseball. I don't really quite understand this one. <laughs> That was really well done by Gabe Kapler, who, I mean, if it's me, I, I, I don't know. Look, I saw Don Zimmer lose his mind a few times getting into screaming matches with some of the Joe West-type guys, the Fremming-type guys from back in that yep, day. Yep. Not a lot of those guys left. Get them out of the game. Just get them out of the game. I, I'm sorry, well, they're, I, they're, I'm sorry. They're, they're I, going I, to. I I just don't. I just don't understand why we have to be subjected to this miscommunication. I don't get as, as upset anymore because I just well, I know what I'm getting, and usually if I can, I'm going to avoid the Joe West games. So how does that grow the game? Yeah, that's good for the game. That, that's really thro- good. If he throws Javi Baez out, that's great. Is that good for Fantastic. the game? Fantastic. When he threw Adrian Bay out for goofing around in the on-deck circle, was that good for the game? Joe West isn't alone. If Joe West is out of the game, we're talking about what Angel Hernandez is doing. He's just the poster boy right now. We're very late, and that's my fault. Uh, you want to hit legal, Joe, and uh, I'll try to calm down over here. Yeah, I don't know what your problem is. This hour of Hit and Run is brought to you by Northwestern Football. The Wildcats have the best home schedule in the nation this fall, hosting Michigan, Notre Dame, and more at Ryan Field. Tickets to both games are available with season tickets only by now at nusports.com. Seriously, Joe West, have another donut. When we, uh, when we come back, and we got to get to a break because we're way late, uh, as always, my fault. And Eli, Eli, 
EY. Eric Young is behind the glass and waving like a madman. So, uh, Eric, we'll get to a break. Uh, When we come back, we'll get to your calls. There's lots of really good White Sox stuff to get to and lots of Cubs issues from this week, some really strange stuff. Oh, please. But there's, I need to talk but, about that. But uh, you know, we have to get to Eloy Jimenez. We have to get to uh, some really terrific young pitching for the White Sox that has made the last month of White Sox baseball really fun to watch. If you're not watching uh, and you're a White Sox fan and you want such things, you should be. Uh, when we come back, we'll get to your calls and all of that here on Hit and Run on the Score. This is your failure, fat pig. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Joe West just knows what he's doing. Welcome back in on Hit and Run on the Score. That's Joe Ostrowski. I'm Barry Rosner, and I, I feel better now. Okay. Yeah, I knew it was going to be something special on Friday night, this morning, out of you. Oh, then he was at it again last night. I know, I know, I know. Understand? I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Can we move on? Yeah, yeah, we can. The uh, you don't want to hear any more from me on that. Here's your Cubs lineup for today against the Phillies. Pre-game starts at noon, by the way. First pitch, twelve thirty-five. Heck of a mi- matchup. You've got Nola against Lester. Oh, it's a beauty. The Cubs miss uh, Arietta this series. It's a beauty. Cubs lineup: Murphy leading off at second. Oh, that grounder yesterday to Murph. Just, just look what I got. He's, oh, How did I stop it? I don't know, but I'm going to run to the dugout. Listen, there's good defenders, there's <laughs> mediocre defenders, and then there's Daniel Murphy who closes his eyes and says, please let the ball hit me somehow. We all played Little League with somebody like that. And this guy's in the majors because that's how great of a hitter he is. He's unbelievable hitter. Uh, okay. His his can I just say this? His yeah. approach to hitting is really fun to watch. It's like, it's just so it's so professional. Early in the count, he looks for a hanging breaking ball, and he'll use launch angle and try to murder it. Towards the middle of the count, he'll start to think about the entire field when he's behind, and he knows it's fastball away. I'm just gonna smash it right in the left field. Fine, I'll take it. I'll take a. He'll take a base hit. A double down the line. Double in the gap. Is that is that a bad thing? That's you know he he look. I Adju- mean adjustments throughout an at bat. The situation is constantly changing with every pitch. Oh, so you mean you shouldn't just try to hit a home run on <laughs> on every single pitch? Don't tell that re- to the White Sox last night with their eighteen Ks. He reminds me of Wade Boggs when I watch him hit. And I mean, I it's not that I haven't seen a lot of Daniel Murphy, but when you you know you start seeing him every single day, yeah, you go. Well, who's who's this? Look, well, that's that's Wade Box. That looks like Wade Box. Anyway, uh, the, I apologize. I, well, you know, yeah. Before I get to the lineup, as, as long as you're talking about Murphy, it, it's been something throughout Joe Madden's time here that you just kind of don't worry about because you know he's going to play matchups and they're going to change things up at the top of the order. I don't see a reason to remove him from the leadoff spot. You want that guy to get as many ABs as possible, and you're confident that in a big spot, what he's going to give you, guys like him and, and Zobrist. But I, I don't, I don't see the need to move him at all. I don't have an argument against what you just yeah. said. I, I will just point this out. 
He's your best hitter. <laughs> yeah. So I want him up as many times as possible. But there's also the – I mean, again, I'm not arguing against what you're saying, but just pointing out, the, given occasionally the Cubs' difficulties driving in runs because of their approach, which at times has been good and at times not so much. We've all seen them go through stretches, right, both ways. You know, he's a guy you'd consider having up <sighs> – as much as possible with guys on base is all, but but I, I I'm not I'm not arguing against your idea. I'm yeah. really not. Okay, today's lineup. Murphy. It's amazing though that he's your best hitter, isn't it? He got here like that. When did he get here? A couple weeks again. Ago? We'll talk to Bark later. Milwaukee. What were you doing? What are you doing? Cole Hamels. Get rid of the guys you traded for in the infield. Remove that clutter and insert this guy. Cole Hamels is their best pitcher. Daniel Murphy is their best hitter. Should check in with Mac Engel too. He told us. Oh, did he call that? Oh, man. How did he call that? Okay, again. Uh Murphy leading off. Baez hitting second at short, still no Russell. Uh Rizzo hitting third at first. Bryant cleanup today. He was fifth last night and they moved him up a spot to clean up. So, I guess tomorrow he'll be third, maybe. Schwarber hitting fifth and left. Contreras back catching today. Ian Happ, after hitting the homer yesterday, he's hitting seventh. Boy, has he been bad. In center field. Wow, has he been bad. Uh, and he needs to hit a lot in order to justify being in the lineup because he there's just not a position on the field he can play. I'm Le- sorry. Lester I'm, pitching I'm sorry. and hitting eighth, and then Bodie ninth at third base. But, yeah, he yeah. did hit a home run last night. Yeah. Um, this is, uh, I know, Eli, you probably want a break, right? Probably got to get to a break. What? No, we don't. <laughs> That's the first time ever I've said we have to get to a break, and, and you said no. After about two years, I'm finally understanding your your break system. So, so now, so when he says no, now you're going to break. Yeah, That's basically, all right. what's yeah, happening? Let's get to a break right now. No, this is um, uh, some news from the coast. Giants outfielder Stephen. Duggar has been diagnosed with a torn labrum in his left shoulder following an MRI. Uh, Surgery will take place for the 24-year-old shortly. He suffered the injury while diving headfirst back into second base on Tuesday. In addition to the ensuing tear, he also dislocated the shoulder on the dive, further adding damage in his non-throwing shoulder. Surgery uh, would likely have him ready for the start of the 2019 season. So let's see. Let's uh, do the math on this. Diving back into a base, torn labrum, dislocated shoulder. Anything uh, strike you about that that sounds familiar at all? Last Sunday when I got home from the show, I turned on the Cubs game as soon as I walk in the house, and I texted you with it uh, very angrily because Schwarber was diving in the first base for no reason. And the pitcher was covering. No issue there, right? Yeah. His, his hand almost got yeah. stepped on a month before the playoffs. Now, you got to be a moron to dive into first under any circumstances. But when the pitcher's about to get there same time as you and can step on your hand and break your hand and end your season, that's not a good idea. What did I say about Bryant in June when he dove head first and then was out with a sore shoulder? What did I say? Yep. It's got to be. It's got to be something wrong with his labrum. And he's, it's probably dislocating every time he swings. Just a little bit, just a little tiny bit. Not completely. When it comes out completely, it's like having a baby in your shoulder is what it feels like. Um, but uh, And then you scream and you beg somebody to pull on your arm and get it back into place. Or you got to slam it against a wall. Sometimes that'll work. If you dislocate it enough times, it'll just slide in and out. And, yeah, it hurts a lot, but it just slides in and out like it's nothing. That's That's lovely. 
Uh, he's not anywhere near that bad. He's probably got just, my guess is, some fraying of the labrum. Uh, but you're going to want to tighten that up so it doesn't continue to get worse. Uh, Oral Hershiser was said to have had a shoulder that dislocated on every single throw. And that's what made him so elastic. That's what made his changeup so good. Of course, eventually... You're going to have major reconstruction of your shoulder. He did, and he was never the same guy. But that magical 88 season, he was able to just throw and throw and throw and throw. Uh, Bryant, with two hands on the bat, is trying not to make this problem any worse. And watching him last night, it looked like uh, he can do that for the most part when he makes contact. When he doesn't make contact, especially on soft, breaking stuff away, very hard to hang on to the bat with two hands. Because you're so far out in front of it, and now you're... (laughs) Now you're falling, and uh, you're reaching, and one hand on the back. And that, that was oh. also happening uh, during his rehab assignment in the minors. So, yeah, we've, we saw that a little bit. Sometimes he's able to, sometimes he isn't. I'm amazed that at this level, going into that velocity, that he's able to change it up after 20-some years of doing it one way. That's amazing. Because he's already well, doing more than I thought. It's an extraordinary athlete Yeah, that could, in the middle of a season, a p- change yeah. how he swings. Well, he's done his whole life. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I don't, that's... So I question that. that like, def- I don't know if he's really going to be able to do it. Just to do it some of the time is amazing. Well, it seems like when he hits the baseball, he's able to keep two hands on it, yeah, which is right. good. I you're mean, right. maybe that'll be enough to get him through the playoffs, get him through the World Series, and then he'll go get it fixed. And hopefully he doesn't do too much more damage. Every time you dislocate, even just a little bit, you make you exacerbate the situation. You don't want that to become something where he actually misses time next year. And again, this is all speculation on my part. I don't know any of this to be a fact. This is just me guessing based on an extensive knowledge of Stupid shoulder Issues. injuries. Oh, now Eli wants to break. Oh, by the way, I two don't... minutes ago when I wanted to break, Eli said, like, "No, we don't got to break. Go do whatever you want to do. Talk for ten minutes, and now we got to break." What? I mean, the like, voice what? was that? I don't That's know. A terrible Eli. It's kind of a. I, but, kind of but, but also, people don't know your true voice when you hit on on that microphone over there. Let me give my deep voice right now, like you did right there. I'm Eli. Here's Are the you weather. Kidding me? Here are the minor league stats. What? There's no deep voice. There's no deep voice at all. It's not me doing a fake voice. I sound like this all the time, guys. Here's Dylan Cease last night. Okay. Really? Just talk. I have no... I'm I'm not doing anything. A little closer. A little closer. At At the very end, the... Elevation. <laughs> yes, Barry. When we come back. Thoughts there for a sec. Let me hear. He's got a new one. Let me get your sense on that for a sec. Your sense? Your sense on that. No, not your scent. <laughs> well, bad. Your sense on that. Yeah, your sense on that for a sec. Go ahead. Your thoughts. Go. Okay. Go ahead. Changing it up. Okay. You told him to. Talk about that. Violato. Coppich. Does he know Coppich's name yet? Maybe not because every home start, it rains. 
How annoying is that for Sox fans? Uh, well, it, it looked pretty packed on Friday, too. Let's talk about their starting pitching. We have a bunch of Cubs stuff we've got to get to, the Joe Madden stuff from this week um, and some other issues. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm, what? Looking for, I'm looking forward to Eli's minor league report later. <laughs> looking forward to this break. You got to take a break. Now, not three minutes ago when I said, do we have to take No, no, you're fine. Now we got to take a break. All right. Let's <laughs> That's Joe Ostrowski. Eric Young behind the glass. I'm Barry Rosner. This is Hit and Run on the Score. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. No balls, two strikes. Kopech to Castellanos. On the corner, strike three. Kopech aced him on three pitches. And that was a rather fun first inning for Michael. The other kid can't make the stamp with those 110 miles an hour. I mean, Kopech, whatever his name is, can't make the team. Yep, that's why he wasn't up. Can't make the team. Not good enough. Exactly. Kopech. Uh, that is Joe Ostrowski. I'm Barry Rosner. Behind the glass is EY, Eric Young. And he uh, he says we have to break again already? We just came back, and now you want us to break again? Can I take a phone call, EY? Sure. <laughs> Joe, you want to move your mic for a second? Just for a... <laughs> That's how Joe started the show today. Which is why I couldn't even get us out of the music and into the show. Let's go to the, the microphone closer. Mike in Chicago Heights, you're on 670, the score, hit and run. Good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning, Barry. Uh, listen, uh, Joe West, is he the president of umpires and is Hernandez uh, the vice president, because both of those guys should be fired immediately, if not yesterday. Thank you. And uh, just, I, I can't stand, I can't stand Joe West making, you know, Baez look stupid and, uh, you know, uh, ready to throw him out. And then all of a sudden he's calling strikes that are. You know, my mother is 89 years of age. She's a diehard Cub fan. And she says, what? And all I can say is comment on that. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Mike. I think that your mother at 89 uh, would probably do a fine job. Better than Joe West. Uh, Passes Uh, the mom test. What? What is he doing? Right? Yeah. Just, uh, I, I, I'm not going to get all worked up again. I'm fine. Oh, yeah, I'm fine. okay. I'm fine. I don't know who to scream at. I, I do, but I'm not going to. I'm fine. Do I sound fine? Do I sound fine, Eli? Sure. Do I, do I look sure. fine? Sure. You look- sound fine. <laughs> What's going on? I think the White Sox just canceled Lucas Giolito. He's coming up at 10-15 on Hit and Run on the Score. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.